Welcome to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity, with your host, Dr. Veerdra Jackson. On our program, we explore the flip side of every story. And when you open yourself up to both sides, you'll realize that there are life lessons, powerful tools, and so much more. Now, here is Dr. Veerdra Jackson. Hello and welcome to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. I am Dr. Veerdra Jackson, the CEO and creative behind Living Strong Consulting. And welcome to our conversation and um, celebration of Women's History Month. We are kicking off a three-part series, and I'm so excited to be able to have our guest with us this um, session, this episode, because she's actually going to be with us for the next three weeks, which is a first time we have never um, had a guest who is literally partnering with us on a journey in celebrating women's empowerment, um, women being unapologetically clear on their value, connecting with their purpose and their passion. And before I give you her bio, I just want to say it. we met actually by happenstance. I went to the Ignite Women's Conference in Delaware here in the U.S., and I just so happened to stumble upon this session that was going on. And I walked in, and truth be told, she caught my eye because of the bad suit she had on. I was like, look at her in that suit. And so that that made me pause. And then the content was so amazing that I said, you know what, I'm I'm going to sit down. And then I listened and said, you know what, not only am I staying in the session, I need her on the show because I know that she is going to add value to um, the guests who are listening in as we continue to talk about how do you navigate life's challenges and being able to create and sustain a flip Um, because we all have something in our story that is or has been in adversity. And um, she has so much to share. So let me tell you about her. Let me tell you about her. Her name is Makiba Rich. She has been a leader in corporate America for over 20 years. She is a certified leadership trainer specializing in management development. Her unique tutelage style has prepared numerous employees for next level promotion opportunities. Makiba is an instructor at the Her School for Women in Ministry. She is sought after to share her message of empowerment at various women's seminars, leadership summits, and corporate forums. Her passion has afforded her the opportunity to partner with radio personalities such as Gary Moore of the Gary Moore Live Radio Show. Her brand has recently expanded globally where she will be amongst many of renowned leaders at the PM Global Empowerment Conference in London, England. And Makiba is determined to continue her journey to mentor women across the world to become the greatest versions of themselves. And so as you can hear, there 
isn't anyone else that I am excited to go on a celebration of women's empowerment with for the next three weeks. So you're logging in this week, but you don't want to miss any of the next two episodes. So welcome to the flip side of Adversity Makipa. Thank you so much. I am so excited and so elated to be on this platform. I thank you for the opportunity. And I am excited about the journey that we are going to go on together because as you stated, it is Women's Empowerment Month or Women's History Month. And I think we all play a small part in those things that have transitioned us from the history to our now today. Yes, we are continuing to create history as we make every decision in showing up in the power and the authority that God has given us. Absolutely. And um, so I, I allow our guests to pick the title of their episodes. And I was excited about the title she picked, but I also wondered, I wonder how people are going to take the title we picked. So I'm going to start our questions right from that spot. So for those of you who are on our Facebook platform, you can see my shirt and we are celebrating her series of books. I'm a big deal. And so are you. And in today's culture, many people um, claim to be a big deal. And I'm curious, how does this movement of big deal actually pertain to you and the women that you are trying to impact and influence? So um, it's so funny that you even asked that question as it relates to how people will take that statement. Because so often we look at the things that we are not, we look at defeat as Mm -hmm. a characteristic that precedes us. And so when the Lord gave me that topic, I was like, whoa, How am I going to say that I'm a big deal? And what I wanted to translate is that I'm not just a big deal, but so are you as well. And if we look at the scripture um, in Genesis, where it says that everything God made, he made was great, right? We're fearfully and wonderfully made. So when the creator created us, he created us in his own image, which is perfection. However, there's parts of us with the imperfections that we focus on more more um, often as opposed to saying, let me give myself credit for the things that I've been able to conquer and overcome. So that is the perception that I want to precede us as a people, as a woman, because there's so many things that we have come, we've overcome in life. There's many obstacles, there's many challenges, and sometimes we become stagnant because we're stuck in those moments. But if we just can take a moment to breathe, Mm. to breathe Mm -hmm. and be able to say, hey, you know what? I conquered divorce. I conquered sickness. I conquered being a single mom. So I am a big deal. And that is what I want us to be able to ingest in our spirits and our minds and our souls. And truth be told, as I wrote it out, I actually thought about um, those who might read it in context of arrogance. Absolutely. And I have listened to you mm-hmm. speak. I've heard your content. I have done my homework. And I know that that is not your heart. Absolutely. And as you just shared, it really is about embracing who God has created us to be. Yes. And he did not, the very first post I put out, 
to celebrate our episode mm-hmm. was a quote um, identifying that, you know what, God put you here to shine. Yes. And to shine now. Yes, absolutely. And so for those that you find who struggle to, who actually shy away from saying that, you know what, I did that because they feel like, oh, I have to give God all the credit. It wasn't me or this level of uh, what I honestly call false humility. Mm-hmm. Like they mm-hmm. get to this place of I've got to be so humble that that I can't even acknowledge that he's done something through me. Right. What do you say to to women who are misinterpreting what a big deal is about? So when I think about it, um, I kind of go back to the book, right? So mm-hmm. we talk about there's 14 days to discovering the big deal in you. There's a process. So when that moment, that pivotal moment for me, when I said that I'm a big deal was one of my lowest points in life. Mm-hmm. So it was literally feeling me feeling so bad about myself. Mm-hmm. My self-esteem was low. I had felt like I was at a point where I wasn't going to be able to make it beyond my situation. Mm-hmm. So in that moment, I knew that there were other women that felt the same way. And in order for me to get you past that moment, it took me to have a self-reflection, mm-hmm. which started with the honesty in myself. What do I need to do to get me past this point? And whenever I was able to get past that point, I said, hey, let me help other people come mm-hmm. out of that place because mm-hmm. ultimately those things that we think that we are not comes from the perception in the words of other people. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of times where people can see the anointing on our lives or they can see the greatness in us, but because of their words and because of how they place us, they place us in this place where we are not allowed to celebrate ourselves. Yeah. So as women, I want to get us to the place where we can celebrate who God created us to be because he did not create us to be in a place of, us thinking that we're less than. Mm-hmm. And that is why we need to make, make our voices heard, not just amongst each other and be those voices to one another that can celebrate each other in a place of success and not a place of defeat. Which is the powerful second line. I'm a big deal. And, and so, so are, are you. you. It's not about competition. Never. There is space and light for both of us. Um, and it is embracing the fact that Um, Just because I'm shining doesn't mean that you shine any less. And I love what one of, yes, what one of our guests said, um, Jesus is a big deal. We are made in his image and likeness. Embrace the big deal in you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) I love it. You you absolutely nailed it there. It is, it's, it's all interconnected. Yeah. And I think those that, so that was the perception when I first brought it brought the book out Mm -hmm. i'm saying how are they going to receive this and i wanted it to be a journey that we went on together Mm -hmm. not just myself but i really wanted to be able to bring women out of darkness because when i was teaching some classes the first thing that i would ask is you know in a room full of women we can have 50 women in a room and i say what were you created to do Mm. what was your purpose Dead silence, right? Dead silence. Dead silence. They have no idea what God created them to be. Mm -hmm. And then, but the problem with that is not only do you not 
understand where, what you were created to be. But when I say that I'm created to be something, then I'm thought of as being arrogant because I'm confident in who, what, who and what God created me to be. So if I can get a community of women that were on the same page mm-hmm. and we're celebrating one another, we have platforms like this where you can come and say, hey, I see some characteristics that are within you that can help me and we can go on this journey together. And lift this shroud of shame yes. that I feel hold us hostage. Absolutely. And we're so caught up in um, trying to be small that it actually does a disservice yes. to the Lord that we serve. Yes. Because if we're so busy trying to play it small, mm-hmm. people in the world or in culture are looking at, well, why do I want to serve a God that keeps you Absolutely. small? Because <laughs> greater is him that is in yes. me than he that is in the world. And the greatness that is within us, it should shine. Yes. And so yes. many times, mm-hmm. like when she talks about how we met and when you walked up to me and said to me, hey, I want you to be on the radio. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, Wait a minute. <laughs> radio. You know, and I'm thinking for somebody to walk up to you and see that there's mm-hmm. something in you that needs to be heard by other people. If we were to emulate that amongst one another and use ourselves, our platforms as an avenue to help, where, how much farther would we be? Right, right. And I can't tell you how often it has happened that I have been in spaces speaking, in secular places right. speaking, and someone at after will come and say, you're a believer, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Or they'll say, there's just something about you or that there's a light that just comes yes. from you. And I feel like that's that's the big deal yes, message, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. And I think if we if we would begin to embrace that, there mm-hmm. is an, there, well, we'll talk about that next week. We'll talk mm-hmm. about the aroma, but there is a certain vibe, they say, yes. right? There's a vibe as a Christian woman, as a woman in itself, that when I walk in the room, mm-hmm. that I can be seen without speaking. Mm-hmm. My presence precedes me knowing that, hey, I want, because if you think about it, if I'm marketing myself Mm -hmm. and are you going to market a product as saying it's not that good? That doesn't even make sense. It's an oxymoron. So, you know, if you don't think you're great and we're talking about in the work work environment, we're talking about in ministry, we're talking about in relationships, Mm -hmm. that greatness should exude everywhere you go because then people respect you on the level in which you respect yourself. Right. And she mentioned it. So for those of you who are listening in, we are, I convinced her to share a bit of the content that drew me in. So it's all tied together. So this week we're talking about um, recognizing and walking in the fact that God has put a greatness in you. Mm -hmm. And therefore it's okay to say that I'm a big deal. And it's an, it's okay to share with another sister that, you know what, you're a big deal too. And then next week, we're going to talk about when you walk in that, you leave an aroma yes, a fragrance. of fragrance <laughs> in every room you walk yes, into. Yes, I'm so excited. Yes. I, I, y'all, you don't even understand how excited I am about this entire series. Yeah. So can you tell us um, a little bit about what was the flip for you? that helped you 
kind of create a flip from a place where things weren't as as you didn't identify the bigness in you to the flip to where you are you are now able to walk in clarity and purpose we have about three minutes to get us started and then we'll start and continue after the commercial sure absolutely so my flip for me was divorce So my flip was realizing that I was going through a divorce and my daughter was grown and I was in a place of not really knowing what was next for me. And that caused me with what I didn't know at that time, it caused me to be in somewhat of a depression. And as I looked at myself, I'm like, what is next? What should I do? How do I move forward? And I realized in that moment that there were other women that needed to hear my voice. Mm -hmm. There were some things that I had gone through in my life. Um, that it caused me to be in a place where I didn't have a voice. Mm-hmm. And I remember hearing um, a sneak peek, which is one of my titles of my book, is you're caged in silence mm-hmm. and it's now for now time for you to be heard. Mm-hmm. So everything that was caged within me at that moment, I felt like needed to be heard by other women because they would look at me and my journey and understand if she can do it, I can turn on the other side. And that was the flip for me that I said, you know what? As I'm talking to God and he says to me, and it's crazy, you are a big deal. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, what? What does that mean? Like, and I was afraid to say it as you stated Mm -hmm. in the room, like, who does she think she is? And who does? And he started to show me everything that I have overcome, how I'm not the statistics that life says that I should be and how I wasn't stuck in this dark place. I was able to take care of myself, take care of my daughter and all these different things in life. And as I embraced that, my self-esteem started to grow Mm -hmm. and grow and Mm -hmm. grow until I got to a place of, hey, I'm not going to let anybody or anything take me back to that place because you weren't there Mm -hmm. when I was low. So I won't let you suppress what God has done. So I fight for my freedom. And being a big deal is not just a statement. It's a movement. It's mm. a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's a continued journey that I believe that we all have to continually fight for because life comes. Yes. And those challenges continue to come. The obstacles continue to come. And when I stated I was a big deal, it started. I had to fight. I had to fight my way out. So we'll talk about some of the fights. But um, I just believe that it's a lifestyle. Yeah. And for me, it's a lifestyle. So when I walk in the room and when I have a dope shoe cam, because I love my <laughs> shoes, man, my shoes, my shoes <laughs> interprets how I'm feeling that day. Yes. So those are the things that bring me life because it interprets how I'm feeling and mm-hmm. interprets that place that I'm going to say that no matter what happens in my life, I am going to hold fast to this position that God has given me. And I'm going to be this big deal until I can't do it anymore until I'm yeah. gone. And, and um, my daughter and my granddaughter can proceed in legacy behind me. Which there's so much meat in what you just <laughs> said, even down to the word fight. I uh, was actually thinking about that word today. Mm-hmm. And, and the Holy Spirit is so amazing because I wanted to actually talk about the word fight uh-huh. um, because I think about fight for me when I really began to understand that God has an assignment mm-hmm. for me, it was w- when I settled in that and decided I was going to be and do everything he has assigned me to do, that the battle began yep. 
in a fierceness, but it wasn't this crazy, exhaustive fight. Mm -hmm. It was this level of focus and intention Uh that you could not shake me from. You can't quit. And I wanted us to actually help in because I feel like there are some who are fighting in exhaustion. Uh But that's not the kind of fight that I know my narrative and I'm feeling like potentially yours as well. So we're going to take a quick break. I can't believe we are already. Yep, Kia, it is. (laughs) It is a movement. You are on it. Winnie, that powerful, that powerful sister. (laughs) I, I know that's right. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, I want us to talk about that fight as well as what motivates you to keep going. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. What if the most special part about you was not how you fit in, but how you stood out in a world that has never seen your kind of beauty? What if you could walk confidently in your God-given beauty, identity, and purpose? My name is Sandra Coates, and I am the founder and visionary of a movement called United and True. We want every woman to know that she is being transformed, she has been redeemed, and she is unique. I'm also an author of a newly released book called None Like Her. It is about awakening the beauty and the value that is within every woman. You see, it's time that we rise up through the confusion and the chaos and the comparison and the shame to know that there is nothing more we need to do to access the beauty that is within us. Please visit sandracoats.com for more information. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com This is Living Strong, the flip side of adversity with Dr. Veerdra Jackson. To reach the live show today, call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at livingstrongllc.com. Now, back to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. Welcome back to our conversation with Makiba Rich. She has been sharing how she gained her voice to actually say out loud that I am a big deal, that the God that is in me has created me for purpose, and that there is a greatness that I gained from Him, and therefore I cannot hide. And because I recognize the greatness that is in me, I can look at another sister and say, guess what? You're a big deal, too. And just before we left for our break, we started talking about a word that I I actually, it was sitting in my spirit Mm -hmm. this morning, getting Mm -hmm. dressed. And that's the word fight. Mm -hmm. And I think about some clients that I'm interacting with and coaching, and there is 
this wrestle of this battle or mm-hmm. fight. And I'd love for you to kind of describe your perspective about the fight once you really have listened to God's call on your life. Yeah, so um, the race is not given to the swift, but those that do endure to the end. And how I look at that scripture and how I just look at life in general, as long as there's breath in the body, there's Mm -hmm. still hope. And so when I'm thinking about that fight, I just see a tussle. We're going back and forth. And the thing that keeps you grounded is when you know what God said. Yes. And when you know your purpose. And it took me 45-ish, 45 years to get to the point where I'm like, I know what I'm created to do on this earth. So nothing can shake me. Mm -hmm. Nothing can move me. So when I started this movement, and again, it's a movement, it's a lifestyle, it's a determination. I had to be focused on the ultimate goal. And that was my voice has to be heard by those women. And if I close my voice or shut my mouth, they can't be free. And so when you know what God created you to do and why you're here, it gives you more of a determination as opposed to you. How I look at it holistically is God is the creator and everything that he created. He is the creator, but we look for those that are created by God to tell us who we are. Mm -hmm. So if you're created, you can't tell me what God called me to do. I'm waiting on him. And when I hear his voice, nothing can move me. Nothing can shake me. So there has to come a moment when we spoke about earlier how you're in the room and you don't know why you're here. Mm -hmm. You have to find out why you're here. And everybody is not a number one. Everybody is not called to be in this platform and speak out loud, but it's the still sweet voice of your smile. There's a young lady that every time I see her, her smile changes the room. It's something so simple, but because as women, we've been beat down for so many years, generation on generation. We don't even take those small gifts Mm-hmm. Because there's different gifts, there are different calls. I don't care what that is. Some there's a call for motherhood. There's a call. There's a call for even being a good friend. Yes, a good listener. Anything that God created you to do, you take it seriously and you don't stop. Mm-hmm. You keep fighting, no matter if you're. When you get knocked out, you get back up and you start over again. But you have to understand it starts with you knowing who you are and knowing who you are in God. That starts the battle. It there recognizing that you have value, that you have voice, and and both of those are relevant mm-hmm. to God. I think sometimes what how we get tripped up is we're thinking that big mm-hmm. means grand. Right. When it's not necessarily about size, nope. it's actually more about significance and intentionality. And impact. And impact, right? <laughs> Your impact is so important. It's so crucial. It doesn't matter what it is. It's something so small and significant that God called you and created you to do. You have to take pride in that and value in that. And there's no gift greater than the other. And sometimes we're looking so far down for something else Mm -hmm. that we miss the small intentional thing that he wants you to work with that's already in your hand. And if you recognize that that has value, that that's unique to you, to begin to actually cultivate Mm -hmm. that thing. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, what are some habits that you have that keep you motivated when you're moving forward? So one of the greatest things that keep me motivated is I have to talk to myself. 
<laughs> I have to keep this dialogue with this this headspace of mine and I have to continue to speak positive affirmations because I'm telling you when I declared this stance and this movement it was life just kept hitting me and hitting me and things kept mm-hmm. coming and people kept saying and it was just oh mm-hmm. my gosh it's overwhelming because it's almost like the enemy said you think you're a big deal yeah <laughs> I'm gonna me- show you who the big deal is <laughs> I'm gonna really show you and I promise you self-esteem issues came and this and I'm like I thought I got past all of this mm-hmm. so I have to continue to fight and I'm gonna tell you more importantly recently I had to delete every negative thing in my life that mm. meant no fruit that didn't bear fruit grapefruit um because I understood that in this space you have to have the right people around you. You have to be in the right environment because you have to have people that are pushing you, mm-hmm. people that are within their own purpose and they know who they are. So they're not in competition mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. those gifts. So I continue to keep myself in a place of positivity, speaking to myself and being around people that are going to speak those things that are not as though they were, they're going to speak positivity to me whenever I'm feeling low and I can do the same. Reciprocity is so big for me in this season, giving and taking. That is huge. I think something that I also kind of hear laced in that Mm -hmm. is recognizing that you got rid of things Mm But you also added absolutely back things that will continue to push you. Yes. And I think about the old adage of making sure that you have people in your circle who are ahead of you, yes. who are farther along. Yes. If you're always the one out yep. in the front, you're in the wrong circle. Absolutely. And so collecting or having voices that are filling the void of the negative things mm-hmm. That are absolutely, sometimes you need to be standing on your tippy toes when you're in a group because those people are challenging yes, you, yes, challenging you to grow. Yes, yes. What would you say um, when you are talking about, and I want you to hold up a couple of your books, because you talk a lot about self-discovery. Yes. You have a process for self-discovery. Mm-hmm. So can you share some of the outcomes that you hope to happen as people go through your book, The Big Deal in You. Yes, absolutely. So the first step to self-discovery is honesty. Mm. You have to be honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, um, one of my best friends, um, when she went through this book, she stopped and she called me and she's, I can't do this. I can't, Mm -hmm. I don't want to face it. And she closed the book and I'm like, pick the book back up and start over, Mm -hmm. right? And it was because she didn't want to see herself. Mm -hmm. She didn't want to recognize those things that needed to be changed. She didn't want to identify with the pain from the past. So so when she did it, she's like, oh my gosh, I was able to face it. Um, There's another chapter that talks about, you know, things that you like about yourself. Mm -hmm. Do you know how hard it is for people to pick five characteristics that you like about yourself. I mean, they were stumped. And I'm like, because I did that. And I remember saying, oh, maybe I like this. Oh, I like my eyes. Couldn't find anything right. that was like, you know, so it was talking about going through and thinking, speaking those things to yourself, not waiting for somebody else to affirm you or validate you. What do you feel about yourself? Mm-hmm. And then through that honesty, gaining trust of yourself, 
Because if I trust myself, I trust myself enough to make great decisions. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we won't go in the room because we don't trust ourselves Mm -hmm. from making poor decisions in the past. So these are all things that are part of that self-discovery process. So that as you go through and as you speak to yourself and as you identify, you tackle them one thing at a time. And when you come out, you know that you've done it for yourself. Mm -hmm. You know that you've taken yourself through this process. And you know that at the end, now with God, there's nothing else that can stop me from walking through purpose. The our guest last week, um, Jock, uh, Dr. Tyus, uh, his first word, he said the three P's of life: mm-hmm. pain, passion, and purpose. Yes. And he shared that oftentimes people stop at pain, mm-hmm. and they never get to the nope. the second and the third P because they're afraid. Mm-hmm. Of the pain, which actually that's most often the threshold that's going to get you to everything else that God has for you. And I have um, a friend, her name is Esther Moore, and I often am wearing a flower and with Lale flowers, she she designs all my flowers for me. And when we were doing our fearless conversations with the Limitless God, she shared in one of those sessions that it's okay to cry. Mm-hmm. Just recognize there needs to be an end to the yes, cry. Yes, yes. That's so ironic that you say that because I tell my friends all the time, my daughter said, Mom, you're like the Hulk. You don't have tears. <laughs> you're like, he woman, you can't. I don't see the word in the last two years, I've cried more than I've cried in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I'd be like, I'm okay. I'm okay. Shake it off. You know, cause that's what we were taught. But mm-hmm. through those tears and through me recognizing my actual pain and emotions, I was able to actually heal right? and heal from those things that caused me pain, heal from grief, heal from, you know, discouragement and unforgiveness. And it was so enlightening. I'm such a place of peace now because I'm able to identify those emotions and connect with them in a positive way that ultimately came and brought me freedom. And that actually makes me think about uh, a conversation I had earlier in the week with a client. I was actually actually coaching her um, after observing her with, uh, with one of her clients and she wanted feedback. And I noticed how unsettled she was in the presence of the client. And when we peeled back the layers, there were behaviors in the client Mm. that were triggering her. So she could not show up fully as the person I knew she was because she, the trigger, she was not acknowledging the fact that that client behavior or decisions were a trigger for her. But it was when we actually said out loud that this behavior triggers me and it causes me to feel blank, blank, blank. Mm -hmm. When she actually said that out loud, there was, it was almost like her whole body loosened up. Mm -hmm. So, cause sometimes we're, we're trying to outrun pain, outrun triggers or outrun hurt when actually it's turn around recognize the yes. greatness that's in you, yes. turn around and look at it and say, I recognize mm-hmm. what you are, who you are, and actually how you tried to save me before. Mm-hmm. I no longer need you now. Yes, yes. It, it's, it's powerful when we 
are willing to understand we don't have to be afraid of the pain. You don't. And it's so freeing. It's so liberating. Mm. It's mm. liberating. Mm -hmm. As much as, you know, we as as a child or as a teen, like you run from it. Mm -hmm. You run from being hurt. You know, your well, pain culture, is hurt. Our culture tells yeah, us, yeah. you're okay. You're okay. You're okay. You're okay. Let Suck me get up. your tissue. <laughs> Let me get your tissue. Stop crying. Stop yes, crying. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so I became so hardened and I thought that that was a way of me being strong. Mm -hmm. You know, I always got to be there. You know, suck it up. You know, you don't cry because everybody else needs you. And... So when I realized it, and I couldn't control it, mm -hmm. I mean, Dr. Vidra, I would just be crying. I'm like, I don't want to cry anymore. And mm -hmm. I just couldn't stop. I couldn't stop. And I'm like, just let it go. Yeah. Let it go. And it yeah. was so freeing. And honestly, I think I freed myself quicker than I would have had I not gone through that process. Why do you feel like this movement is so important now? In this season, after the three years we've been through, why is this movement so important right now? So right now, um, I think that it's crucial. So you know how, and I'll say this briefly, but, you know, people say, oh, that's old. That was 2019. That was 2020. This is not just a book that I wrote. Mm -hmm. It's something that people have to engrave in their heart because life is going to hit you. The last three years have been so challenging. And women, you know, we're in places where we've never been before. Mm -hmm. Our voice is being heard on platforms that we never had opportunity. We have all of these virtual opportunities. Our voice is going to expand so quickly. You know, I'm, I'm working on a movement called Women That Rule the World, and it talks about being in corporate in America, taking on your rightful place in those in those those uh, those rooms that they say that we're not qualified for. And the reason why we have to know who we are and and, and embrace this big deal is because when they say you're not. Mm -hmm. Which and they when will. they say they you can't, <laughs> you better will. have something in your back pocket. You better walk in that mm -hmm. room like mm -hmm. you own it. You better speak over that resume like you know that you're qualified. You better go and ask for that application like you are the big deal. Because mm -hmm. if you don't, life is going to stump you down and you're not going to be able to overcome it. Yeah. So it's, it's very important now. It's something that we have to do. Not that we want to do. We have to do it. And I think about not only for women, but even the faith-based community, mm -hmm. like we have access to platforms. People are in a place of darkness yes. that they're trying to navigate, yes. that they have um, actually, they're wrestling with um, some because of past things that yep. have resurfaced mm -hmm. or things currently that they they hadn't even dealt with and now they're trying to find answers yes and we have the answer yes. in our lord and we're being given opportunities unlike any other time mm -hmm. and if we don't recognize that you can walk in that yes. space yes. he will use you yes. he has prepared you yes. for these moments for this season mm -hmm. if we're still trying to be small we're going to miss the opportunity miss to show up in a way mm -hmm. in this moment that he has handcrafted yes. for each of us. Yes, customized it. And, and and so it resonates so well is because, like you said, there's opportunities that three years ago we would have never been afforded. Mm -mm. We'd have never been asked 
to come here. We'd have never been asked to show up. So if we don't take advantage of this season, seasons come and seasons go. Yeah. So if you don't take your rightful place and gird up your loins and say, listen, I'm going to put a big girls on and uh-huh. I'm going to walk into this room and I'm going to decree and declare because what God said is yours is yours. But we have to know it first. Yes. We have to believe it first. Yes. And when we believe it, then everybody else will believe in us. I don't have, I used to, I, I tell them all the time, I don't have 10 letters behind my name. I don't have, I'm working on it. But there's places that God's favor takes me. Yes. That I'm like, wow. Yes. His favor outweighs anything. And I'm telling you, if we embrace it in this moment, God will do exceedingly abundantly yes. above all we could think or even ask. I think about this quote that um, Bishop T.D. Jake said. I heard him in, in a, it was in a sermon quite a, a while ago, but he was being bombarded. He had just started the ministry there. Um, I think Time had done a big article on him and people, um, the naysayers, negative things were coming at him and he was actually shrinking back. Mm-hmm. And Either a colleague or a publicist was preparing for him to speak on a platform, and he knew that he was supposed to preach, Mm -hmm. but because of what the culture and the world was throwing at him, Mm -hmm. it was his moment, and she looked at him and said, all of the world is looking at you. Do you have something to say or not? And when he said that, I was like... Exact. Like, do we have something, something to say, to say mm-hmm. or not? Yes. The world is hungry. Mm-hmm. They're in need. The there there is a, a sorrow, a sadness. Yes. yes. And when you can walk into spaces with light, love, and joy, that is odd to everyone else yes. in the room. Yes. Will you have something to say or not? Absolutely. Oh, that is so powerful. It, it just, so I, powerful. when he said it, I said, wow. And just know that the more you stay silent, mm-hmm. the more somebody else is bound because your voice is the yes. voice they need to hear to let them be free. What's the most important thing you wish to provide for women um, in this movement, in this time? A safe place, mm. a safe haven. Mm. Wow. Some place yeah. that you can breathe. How often are women afraid to be around other women? Oh my gosh. Right? All the time. Right? All the time. It's so, you know, I have a, a empowerment group called Sister Time. And the only thing I asked God to do in that place was be safe. Mm-hmm. Some place that you can walk in, leave the titles at the door, mm-hmm. and come in and breathe. Mm-hmm. And I tell you... I've seen women from all walks of life come in the door and literally just spill out. Yeah. Just spill out. And I'm so humbled that God would afford me the opportunity through my pain, Mm -hmm. through my pain to offer this place that you can be free, that you can ultimately have, be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How often do we not want to be vulnerable because we're so afraid that we'll be judged? We're so afraid that people will look at us like you think you have it all together. Mm -hmm. But in that moment of a dumping, there's also a restoring that happens. Mm -hmm. So if I could do anything else for anybody, it's just to offer them that place where they can get what I got. And what I got was in a time where I couldn't get it from anyone else, God told me to create it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And 
oftentimes when we are doing um, our work around trauma, healing, and creating spaces that we also call safe, Mm -hmm. we focus on four areas of safety, relational safety, emotional safety, physical safety, Mm -hmm. and psychological safety. And when you can create a space where you give people permission Mm -hmm. to um, not by your words, yes. but how you show up. Yes. And you give people permission to tap into those four areas mm-hmm. of safety. Transformation and healing has no choice but wow. to show up. Oh, my gosh. That's so incredible. It's so incredible. So tell us, and, and I know I'm getting ready to <laughs> ask you. Oh, and Winnie said, I love the women at Sister Time. When, <laughs> Winnie, I need a chance. I need a chance to come. Will you get me an invitation? It's an open invite. It's It's an open open invite. invite. Third Saturday of the month, open invite. Well, you know what, y'all? Secret be told. Secret be told. I think we're going to have a little sister time next week. Yes, we we have some guests coming. We're going to have sister time right here. Yes. You don't want to miss the next conversation that's coming up um, as we invite some very special special guests into the conversation. You have talked about so much um, that has literally transformed your life and created a confidence in you that is what I saw when I walked into the Ignite Conference. It was my very first session. I had literally just signed in wow. and I wandered into a room. I was oh, trying man. to find the, the room that I was supposed to be in. And there was an aroma. Wow. There was a presence of confidence. I'm curious, how do you define resilience? That is incredible. You know, that's my word, right? <laughs> I didn't know, but that's the Holy Spirit. That is my life motto. That I is the Holy Spirit. by resilience. Awesome. No matter what, I got to bounce back. All right. I have no choice. I have no choice but to bounce back. I have one child. My child is 28 years old and I raised her as a single mom. And I remember the moments where it just was impossible. Mm-hmm. I didn't see past that moment. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, how am I going to do this? How am I going to make it? And so resilience is what brought me through. And Mm -hmm. I am determined that until my last breath, that I will leave in legacy that she is proud to follow. Yes. That's my goal. Nothing else matters to me. Mm -hmm. If I can leave a legacy that she and my granddaughter are proud to follow, I'm like with that and Jesus saying, well done, thy good and faithful servant. I'm good. I'm good. So I can't quit. It doesn't yeah. matter. Life comes at me, you know, full speed at times. And there's things that are, you know, discouraging and mm-hmm. time that you're fighting. And, and, you know, in this arena, it's ups and downs and it's trying to get your voice here and trying to be on platforms. But I just mm-hmm. believe that as long as I'm obedient to the call of God, as long as I do what he says do, he's going to place my name in the mouth of men that I gain mm-hmm. favor. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Well, I understand why we are kindred spirits because we didn't rehearse any of this, y'all. We are literally, we sat down. We sat down yeah. at two mics. Um, resilience is her word and legacy is mine. Oh, man. The, my whole game mm-hmm. shifted when I really thought about, so this is going to sound a little um, 
off, but I want you to sit, stick with me. I had individuals um, telling me I was working too hard, that I was, um, that, you know, you need to learn how to rest. And, and I do, I rest mm-hmm. well when I play hard yeah. and I rest and yeah. I rest yeah. well. Um, and so something shifted in me in that I got crystal clear that I didn't just want to have a business. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have an enterprise that I left my daughter. Man. <laughs> and um, so I have two daughters, two grown daughters who are both passionate about helping others. Mm-hmm. And whatever they may decide to do with Living Strong Consulting when I'm gone, they can decide. But Something shifted in me, and I had to explain to the person who was telling me that, you know what, you're working too hard, Mm -hmm. you're spending too much time. And I said, you know what, I know from the outside looking in, it looks like, oh, you you are doing a lot. You need to slow down. And I recognize there are times in which what I'm doing takes from me, and I make sure to restore, Mm -hmm. but you have to understand the pace that I'm going at is not just about having a business for right now. It's about creating an enterprise so that my daughter, my daughter's daughter, (laughs) so my little Cirrus Yes. who is a preschooler now, yes. can decide, Gigi, I want to run Gigi's enterprise. That's right. That's right. So it's it's shifting mm-hmm. a mindset around legacy. I just Ooh. want you to know that my LLC is McKeeper Rich Enterprises. See? See? <laughs> Y'all don't even understand. Y'all don't even understand. When you connected, you connected. I'm right? just saying. <laughs> From the door, God said, walk in this door. I know you don't know where you're going, but this is the door you are supposed to walk into. That's incredible. Because you're supposed to connect with yes. this sister. And yes. she said yes, y'all. Yes. And she said yes. yes. And I'm excited that I did. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I think there was a question that popped up. Yes. Keep those hearts and those thumbs up. Come on. I want to see them really coming up here so was it what's the one step in coming out of your shell making your voice heard especially when you have so much inside um yet your hesitance in exploring them so i think like what's that one step in coming out of your shell to make your voice heard when you've got so much inside so for me, I'm going to be honest, um, it's the people and places that you're around. Mm-hmm. It it shifts because there's places that you're intimidated to speak in. Mm-hmm. So I had to realize that, you know, in the workforce, I used to sabotage myself because mm-hmm. I would always go into a room and I would say, everybody is more educated than me. Oh, my gosh, they have all these degrees. Oh, no, they're so great. And I talk myself out of pitching ideas. Mm-hmm. And so when... I got to a place where I had no choice because I'm Mm -hmm. desperate. I have to make this happen. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit literally placed me in places where I had to go forward. Mm -hmm. So there's two different ways. If you're talking about in ministry, you got to be in the right ministry. You got to be in the right place that your voice will be heard and that push will push you where you need to be at. If we're talking in corporate, then you have to have the Mm -hmm. confidence. Mm -hmm. 
to go in those rooms, declare, declare and declare that that place is yours and that God has you no matter what it is and no matter how hard or how big it is, you have to have that sense of confidence just to take you to that next level. We had a guest on here. Um, it, it was last uh, last year. Um, my sister friend, Sonia Sessoms, and she has a book called um, Faithing Forward. And she asked, do you believe him or not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm incur- I often encourage, so I tell my daughters, you can't say no to the thing because you're afraid. Yep. You can say no if it's not your calling. Right, right. You can say no if if in your spirit you know it's not the right choice, but you can never say no mm-hmm. because you're afraid. Because it's that moment mm-hmm. that God is giving you an opportunity to believe him and just step forward and watch what he'll do. Absolutely. Faith I love that fear. question because it literally is yeah. it's a, a step. Walk. It's a faith walk. It's a step. And yeah. really quickly, I remember the first time that I had the faith enough to do it is when out of desperation. The job that I have right now, the Holy Spirit told me to walk into my boss's office and ask for my ex-boss's job. She had mm-hmm. literally just quit. Resignation still, ink still mm-hmm. wet. And I'm like, what? No, nah, I'm not doing that. No, nah, no, nah, that's too much. Three times he said, go. Yeah. I literally got the faith up and got the courage up. And that was when it transferred in me because I actually saw God mm-hmm. make mm-hmm. me do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, this worked. This real good. <laughs> Let me try this again. <laughs> so it's really putting yourself to the test. Like you said, you can't say no. When God says do it, you, you cannot you, say yes. no. Because he's prepared the space ahead yep, of you. It's already done. It's he's already, already done. prepped it. Yep. All he wants you to do. Do you believe me or not? Do you believe Step. me? Step, move, walk by faith, not by sight. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the yes. evidence of things not seen. I don't care if I don't see it. I'm going to move yes. and go for it and watch God do the rest. Oh, my goodness. We <laughs> yeah. are already at three minutes until we close. I tell you what, I don't want us to close without you sharing how people can find you okay. and where they can get the book. We got Three minutes. Three minutes. Let's go. All right. So you can get my books. I'm a big deal and so are you. I have three in the big deal and you also. This is 30 days of affirmations to tell you how much. Because I told you it's a movement. Just because you find out, you got to keep it. You got to keep it going. So you can find that on Amazon.com. You can also find that on my website at MakibaRich.com. And then we also have... Um, copies available during our sister time, which is three times. I mean, I'm sorry. So on the third Saturday of every month, you can reach out to sister makeeperich.com or sister time women's empowerment.org. And I, one of our guests asked, is sister time on zoom or is it in person? It's in person. It's It's in in person. person. So there's opportunities for us to connect through zoom. So sister time is a movement. I'm actually moving. I actually have my 5013C. So we'll be connecting with some organizations and things of that nature. So you'll see a lot more um, from sister time this year. I have a conference that I'll be hosting in September and it is called the evolution in me. Wow. The evolution in me, the evolution in you. And it's not about me, but it's about the evolution in women and us taking that time to understand the evolution that's happened with us and how we have evolved from through life and trauma and things of that nature. And for our uh, guests who are listening in, can you spell Makiba? 
for my name is spelled M I K E E B A. B is in boy. So that's Makiba Rich. <laughs> Dot com. Well, my sister, it has been an amazing conversation. Yes. I so appreciate. But remember, this is a three-part series. So for the first time ever, I have a guest who is going to be right here next to me for the next two weeks. So we are doing this three times in the month of March as we celebrate Women's History Month, Women's Empowerment, and the movement of helping women recognize the greatness of the God we serve yes. is in you. He has made you to be a big deal. And therefore, I'm a big deal. And so are you. So stay with us right here. Same time, same place next week on the flip side. We'll see you then. Thank you for tuning in to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. Please join your host, Dr. Veerdra Jackson, for another edition of our show next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great week.